Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. And welcome to the Who They Want Podcast Show. You are now tuned in to Big Dog representing for Who They Want Entertainment. Today we're gonna drop you another plate of soul food from my brother from another mother. Known this cat since like high school. We've been best friends ever since. He's 100% loyal. He's real dude. Real cool, real chill. And you can check him out on YouTube. His LNT channel is popping. The man is a director in the making. So, my listeners, give it up for my man, the one, the only, Mr. Koontz. Talk to hey, him. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I like that introduction, man. I don't only get introductions like that, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, I appreciate that. Bro. For real. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Gotta take care of the fam. Hey, appreciate that, man. Oh, yeah. So, all right, so a little background story on myself, you know what I'm saying? I've been born and raised right here, Quincy, Florida. I uh, started my company, my multimedia production company, LNT Entertainment. Uh, at first, it was LNT Radio, where I was just doing mixtapes and whatnot. But mm-hmm. then we crossed over, learned how to do photography and filmmaking and whatnot. And filmmaking is my passion. So we ended up just putting that all together. So it's music, film, photography, anything that has to deal with creating. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I started LNT like at the end or beginning of 2011. And, you know, just been working up towards, yeah, release probably maybe five, six mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? Here and there, you know what I'm saying? A few short films and web series throughout the past few years. So uh, I'm just trying to be better at it, you know what I'm saying? Just try to, you know, grind, learn more every single day about how to perfect my craft and, you know, I, I don't work alone, you feel what I'm saying? I got my homies with me. Uh, okay. That, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, whenever they have an idea or I have an idea, I can call them, they can call me, and we can get on it, you know? So it's always a team effort. It's not just me, you feel what I'm saying? It's just, you know, we got to collaborate. We got to come together every chance that we get so we can make the vision real, you know? Absolutely. That's how you evolutionize the game when you put together players from, you know, different divisions and everybody got a piece of the puzzle to, you know, put the pieces together. So Thanks. I respect that and I salute that. You know, I've been rocking with you since day one. So, you know, anything Thanks. you drop, I'm going to go ahead and show love off the rip, you know. Hey, I appreciate that too, man. And then on top of that, you know, even with the stuff that we, we or I, well, I, I say we, that we done, um, early on just starting out I can look back on it now and see the, the things that I messed up on you know what I'm saying or 
things that I have to improve on. And I, I try my hardest not to beat myself up about it, but, you know, everything is a lesson to me. You feel what I'm saying? So, right. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say, like, I, I'm a big fan of myself. I understand that I probably don't make the best thing out there right now, but give it time. Trust me, like, we're going we gonna to come through. We're going to kill the game, man. We're going to change it. You already know it. For sure. And with that heart and focus and determination, you got it. And I can relate to where you coming from, you know, just being a freshman into the podcast radio business right. and already getting good reviews and good relativity behind it. So, you know, it's all about believing in yourself. Like, I'm in competition with myself. That's it. Just like you just say, I can go back from when I first did, like, the first episode and be like, I was too dry. I was too bland. You know, so I got to pep myself up, you know, give a little more ingenuity into it. And now mm-hmm. you make officially dropping episode 12. It's totally, you know, so this is like a rare opportunity of seeing two legends at work just perfecting their craft. Right. And, you know, letting the world know that, hey, look out for these brothers. We coming to make some noise. As you hear us or don't hear us, we got the bass on max. Come on with it, man. You already know. That's that's how we got to do it, man. Because, you know, we we all we got. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, if we don't push ourselves, who will? So, Absolutely, right. You know, we got we to do it, bro. Like, we got, the, we got the talent. We got the vision. We got the mindset. We got the grind, the hustle. You know what I'm saying? So why just can't waste it, you know? Nah, I like to think of myself as the masterpiece of podcast. So Come when on. I tell people that you got to look at his storyline and how he started with nobody believing in him and mm-hmm. just trying to be a black man, trying to make it out of the streets of New Orleans and out yeah. of the gang life. So it is either buy a casket or buy a record company. And my dude went and bought a record company from the ground up and put his whole family on. You feel me? So I'm just trying to take on newcomers. I'm always open to, you know, guests. However, we can, you know, make productivity happen. It's definitely here who they want. You know, I'm like you. You come with a passion and a dream, and I'm going to get your voice heard, you know, yeah. and I'm going to push. I'm mainstream through Anchor.fm, so salute to them. And, you know, I'm streaming on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other sources. And um, I'm thinking about, you know, transferring to this YouTube creating a YouTube channel for who they want podcast. Do it. But I'm I might need to link up with you on that, you know, get a little production from your team to kind of come you know, on get bro. Some, get some pride, you know, broadcasting done like that. I think I'm ready to go next level. Say might the word well start man. at the top when you even when you're at the bottom, put yourself at the top. So hey, hey say the word man. Just let me know when you're trying to do something man. I'll set it up for you. I got the cameras, I got the equipment, you know what I'm saying? So just let me know when and well. I'm sliding through. Tenfold, and we're going to make some magic happen. I definitely need that, you know, for the both of us. Help sure. get your network out there as well. So it'll be a business plus business operation. Come on, Will. Let's go. So any upcoming projects you got in wraps right now? Anything you're working on? Oh, man. Oh, so much. Uh, I'm doing it right now. I'm currently editing a video for another artist that's in our city. Um... After that, I'll be working on my next music project because I haven't dropped anything since 2017. So I really just been, you know, I've been recording stuff here and there and just trying to 
uh, I guess, live life, go through experiences so I can have something to talk about. And, you know, also learn new things because, you know, try to, once again, perfect my craft with the music thing too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my next project to be like top quality. I want the bass to be right. I want the vocals to be clear. I want everything to be different than what I've done previously. You know what I'm saying? And then as far as Absolutely. film go, um, I'm writing, I wrote a short film that I'm trying to shoot towards the end of this year. And uh, I also wrote or currently writing a show that I want to like pitch to like Netflix, Hulu, and you know, them type of people, the streaming sites. So I'm working towards that 10 episodes, probably like 30, 35 minutes each. So um, I've been working on that since 2018. So here and there, I'm working on that, adding new things, taking away new things, just trying to like, you know, get my stuff out there. Cause that's like a real big dream of mine to have a show on Netflix, on Hulu, on what it can be awesome. Amazon, whoever, whoever would take it, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? So I always gotta find people that believe in the vision that I have and just right. let me create. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanna be able to have this show, uh bring in black writers, black directors, uh right. black cast, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I really wanna put my people on. And I know I know a lot of people that's from here who got the talent, but at the same time, they just don't know, they don't have the opportunity to put their foot in the door. They don't have a door to put their foot in. You know what I'm saying? So right. I want right. to be that person. You know what I'm saying? I want to be that person to help everybody out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not the type of person to, you know, to, you know, try to cheat them out of their money or cheat them out of their vision. Oh, no, I have you've a voice. never been that. You know what I'm saying? So I have a voice like everybody else. We all equal in this. So that's the main goal. And, you know, that's what I'm working on right now. Man, that's fantastic. And I'm... Anything you need me to do on who they want side, I'm there. Because mm -hmm. you're right. You know, coming from the same city, like, you got to really look at it. It's too much talent sitting around here being wasted. Way and by it becoming wasted talent, it's becoming negative talent now. You right. know, now they want to be in the streets and gang bang and do all these other things that's, you know, cutting down on our black community. And I just feel we got to pull them out of this hole and say, hey, man, let me show you a better way. You ain't got to go that route. You ain't got to follow in the corrupted footpaths of someone else that didn't lead a role model's example. So I feel like we should step it up and, you know, just like you say, help them get that foot in the door. So I'm streaming. We can stream. I'm talking about all channels. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah, man. If, we, if you see it, it's going to happen. Period. Only thing you gotta do is your work towards it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Don't don't, don't sit around with it. Hell no. Cause if it did, it would have came by now. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So, but like we got we gotta put that work in. We gotta have faith in God first and foremost. That's Amen. the number one thing. And Definitely. then you know, faith in God first. Then you do the work. Then just watch everything fall into play. You feel me? Can't argue with them logics. Hey. I don't make the rules. <laughs> hey, we just abide by them. Hey, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to admit, like, watching your latest, like, even though they might not be the latest, like, currently, but in mm -hmm. my eyes, when you're researching a particular person that you're going to put on, you're like, man, this dude is, like, super, super dope. 
and I'm like, yeah. this man has like a natural poetic rhythm, like a urban jazzy style. Like just listening yeah. to you talk will automatically just grasp me. Like, you know, when is he gonna put out some more? Like, I just honestly, to hear somebody local and have like such a strategic, unique design of voice streaming mm-hmm. is definitely a major asset to have in the black industry. Especially, you know, you want to follow in the footsteps of trying to become something greater than you are now, which I believe right. you will become. And we're going to make something happen. It's just all about ingenuity, time, effort, mm-hmm. accomplishing plans A, B, and C, and putting that determination behind it as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, with, this, with everything that's going on, man, I always consider myself a student. You know what I'm saying? Um... I don't really, I've never been the type of person that, that feels like I know everything because I'm learning something new every day. You know right. what I'm saying? And then every project that I've done, whether it's a video, whether it's my own video or somebody else's video or music or whatever, you know, I always try to find something new to do, something different. Because truth be told, YouTube is my best friend. If I need to find anything, I'm heading to YouTube, see what I can learn how to do this, how to do that. And I'm going to apply it to what I know. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never had that little mindset like, oh, like, I'm the best. I know everything. I know how to do this and that. Like, nah, I'm a student in this game. I'm forever going to be a student. I could be a millionaire, a billionaire. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. You feel what I'm saying? You have to have that mindset of willing to learn something new every day. There's not one man or woman on this earth that knows absolutely everything. They learn stuff every day too, whether it's about themselves personally, uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, or even creatively. So it's like, just, just, it's all about what's up here, bro. You know, know, I concur with that because, again, you know, you watch it, you see it. And then I think the thing too for those of us as being students and you mm-hmm. see a newcomer and they be like, I'm kind of timid and I ain't, you know, I'm just looking for somebody to just give an ounce of belief. It don't take a whole lot of belief in that person. It's just no. you willing to take time out your day and say, hey, hit me at this particular time and I'm going to, you know, teach you some ropes that I know. Now, mm-hmm. we ain't gonna, I'm not going to give away my secrets and my game, but I can help tip somebody off to how to create their own you know, finesse the game their own way they see fit to it. That's yeah. what I'm all about. Yeah. And even and even like I mean, you you could give somebody your secrets, your tips, but at the same time, well that, that also falls into you learning more every day because you can give somebody your your tips, your secrets. They apply to what they doing, but at the same time you learn some other stuff on top of what you already gave them. And you know, it's not it's not even, you know, taking away from what you just taught them. It's more of what you just learned for yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you can apply what you just learned new to yourself. You feel what I'm saying? So but I would recommend you not <laughs> give your secrets and tips to somebody else that you're trying to learn. But I mean, if this your main thing, teach them that. You feel what I'm saying? But just know that if you're also in the mindset of learning new things, then it's not going to harm nobody because this person should be able to be like, I learned this from you. Now, if right. they come they come around and it's like, oh, I learned this and that by myself. I taught myself this and that. That's fine too. They'll be dealt with on a different level. 
but you just keep doing you, you keep shining, you keep learning, and you keep growing. And just watch how how blessed you end up at the end of the yes. day. You know yes. what I'm saying? That so, manifestation will start to sprout. And it's, once it's it real. starts to sprout, you can't stop it from, you know, growing. That's absolutely true, man. Because you got to think, if we look back at ourselves, like, in, what, 12th grade? And how it just started with us taking yeah. notebooks that we were supposed to be doing school assignments to work on visions and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being delayed on tests. And they wonder, like, why you didn't aim so high? Because I got a bigger purpose than just learning something that's already been taught. Hey, facts, man. Like, and we don't, and we don't think about that though. Like, we, we, looking back, it's like, dang. Like, at, probably at that time, we didn't notice that until right. now. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we probably know, looking back, we was like, dang. Yeah, it's something bigger than we thought. Cause life yeah, changed, it was man. always imitationary periods. Well, you know, mm-hmm. we always wanted to be like Mike Theory. Well, you see somebody and be like, man, I'm gonna be, that's gonna be me. And mm-hmm. we played around. Like, we, we was more kind of comical because we were young, you yeah. know, just becoming those students into the game. Right. And then now that the maturity done set in, it's like, man, if I can go back and talk back to 15 year old me, I'd be like, man, look, this was your purpose all along. You shouldn't have, you know, delegated away from it. Right. Yeah, because I think about that all the time. Like, especially lately, I was like, man, I wouldn't even go way back to 15 years. I'd probably go back to, like, even five years from now. Uh, okay. I would be like, man, well, five years ago, I would be like, man, if I knew then what I knew now, what would I have applied then? Because right now, I'm currently in the process of going to film school. Like, but... I had this dream of being a filmmaker since high school, you know what I'm saying? But it was one of the things where I wasn't too much sure of, you know what I'm saying? It was in the back of my mind, but it was like, is this really it? But a few years later, especially when I first got my camera, started making my own short films and whatnot, and seeing, you know, how good I was or how good I could be, right then and there, I should have took that first step, going ahead and find film school, go to that. Probably by now, I'll be way in a better position than I'm in now. But I understand timing is everything. And you know, like, man, and it's so much back then that we wasn't taught in high school. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, we really got out of high school and we had to learn everything on our own, kind of, sort of. So, like, looking back, man, like, it would have been so much different. So many different moves would have been made. Um, and it would have been smart moves, you know what I'm saying? Because growing up, yeah. we always made moves where it was like, you know, we'll make a move and then we had to deal with the consequences later, not knowing what the consequences was. So right. we, you know what I'm saying? So if we knew then what we knew now, bro. What you talking about? Whole bruh. another game changer. Bro, we, we'll be out of here. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't even be here right now. That's okay. We delayed, but we ain't denied, though. Come on, coming. now. We it's coming. Young. We too young now, this day and age to yeah. still not imply those values. Like you say, you know now, you can put it in your memory book and go, okay, now I know how to correct those mistakes. Now mm-hmm. I know how to put forth the effort for the five years ahead of me that's ready for me to sit down and say, I am CEO. I am that millionaire. I talked about it in the past, but you laughed at me. Now I'm Come sitting on. at the table with the big dogs and I'm ready to eat. 
know what I'm saying? Making moves. <laughs> you feel me? Making moves, Definitely. man. And then to come from a small town, I had that small city reference. But people realize even coming from a small city, you still have like the biggest stars in just a small city that people mm-hmm. don't want to give that accreditation to because they're so used to bigger names like Atlanta and Los Angeles mm-hmm. and New York and all these other, you know, big town states that have like a bigger themed name. Like you yeah. got to represent where you come from, where your livelihood and your roots are attached to and really grow mm-hmm. bigger into it. Facts. Cause I always said once I once I make it, I'm definitely gonna shoot a movie here. Like there's some places in Quincy and Tallahassee too, but mainly Quincy that I can actually see myself shooting a, a full feature film in. You know what I'm saying? But Absolutely. you know that's that's gonna take time, but I'm I'm patient. So That's all it takes. It's all it takes, you, man. You got it in affirmation now to come to life. So the only thing it is now is cultivating that seed. And you know, getting ready for it to sprout, and just keeping that vision alive. Like every day, you, you got to write it, put it on a wall, put it in mm-hmm. your tablet, put it in your phone. This is what I'm going to do. This shall be accomplished. You know, write the vision in plain text to bring it to life. Yeah, man. Yeah, how you gotta do it? Definitely, man. Salute to you, absolutely. I've been in the studio with you and seen you work. Oh yeah, harder man. Than, harder than ever back in the day. I remember. And, cause matter of fact, you was the one that actually taught me into stepping on that mic that particular moment. I was like, I did. I-, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that story. We was in the studio with Cuz, and he was like, yeah. "Stay, take on the mic." He was dropping us just random beats. Everybody was yeah. giving beats, and I found one. I was, you know, sitting in the background just rapping off the top of my head. And he was yeah. like, "Man, get on the mic and say exactly what you just said." Sitting there, I'm like, "Yeah, I remember, bro." Cause I'm, you know, me. It was like I always had that lack of confidence within myself. So it's like I want to do it, but then I was like, Nah, I don't think that'd be a good idea. And he was yeah. like, Nah, you gave me the more valuable lesson, of, bro. If you don't believe in yourself, the world ain't gonna believe in you. Oh, stop worrying about the world trying to make yeah. you who you are and just become your own person. So again, salute to that theory. Cause if it yeah. wasn't, I don't think who they want podcast would truly, truly be off the ground because you know we discussing things in private too when mm-hmm. i was first painting the picture yeah it was like man just go just go there ain't no sense of wasting time and whoever yeah. thought tw- 12 episodes in and having over 70 listeners yeah man this would be a success for me so you know, Listen, gotta give praises where it needs to be praised at you know couldn't have done it without the help of god give me the strength yeah so the right sure. peace of mind to get this thing accomplished yeah, man. Jumping right back into it. I remember. Hold on, before you start, I remember that. I remember that day. Uh, I think it was night, actually. But um, yeah, I, I can't. You know me. I can't freestyle for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I would just, I would just think of stuff in my head. So I, I would remember you sitting down and you were just bumping. I'm like, bro, you said I don't know what you just said, but you said something. I said, right. go ahead. I said, so I'm like, why? Why I'm thinking of what I'm gonna say? You need to go ahead and do your thing because. I'm gonna feed off of you. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. You know, yeah, man. Listen, bro. Like, what? This is something I'm learning too about myself. When you have something on your mind, just get it out. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, like you said, you was planning on doing this podcast. 
and you know say so you hit me up and you told me about it, I told you just go for it, just go for it. Cause yes, one did. thing, cause one thing you can't say is you didn't try. And that's how I move these days. Like I may have a vision, I may want to do something, want to try something. And sometimes I even push myself back, like, you know, anything to do it, because I don't even know how I'm gonna do it. But how I know how to turn out if I don't even try. Right. Now look at you. You now try, like you said, 70 listeners, right? Yeah. 12 episodes. Come on. And this was last, not, not last week, what, two weeks ago? Or two, three weeks ago? Something exactly. Like, like, just freshly jumping. Like, yeah. salute to the listeners that take the time out their day, their mm-hmm. life, even with this situation we're dealing with, with the pandemic, to yeah. give a young cat like me uh, opportunity to bless their airways with just, you know, positivity, motivation, and enlightenment. And I'm gonna continue to give more as I grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I won't say every episode will be like a set phase because you gotta, it's like giving them a good story and then you can't give them like half a good story and then go, man, he need to stick with this, but he jumped on something else. Mm-hmm. So I gotta be able to, as I grow, learn how to keep watering that plant that everyone's already, you know, waiting to see grow. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just gonna stay focused, stay prayed up, and just keep giving it my all. Yes, sir. Please do, man. You got to. Yes, man. I can see sitting here now. I can kind of in my mind just see a vision of us like Hollywood status. You know, people just people do not know the type of love that I have for your career and just you as a person. Yeah. You know, there's been days where you know you. I've seen you ball up some stuff that probably was like the most talented of your work and you didn't feel it. So you would scrap <laughs> it and no. come back and enhance it and be like, nah, I like it. Nah, it's better. Then I, you yeah. go, I look on the shoulder like, bro, it was perfect the whole time. You just <laughs> rewrote what you was already writing, but you just put a little more belief into it. And yeah. now it stands firm. And then that's when you have to learn, like until a person sees their own vision, it don't matter if you holding the paintbrush alongside them. They got to be able to see what they paint. Mm-hmm. So that's that's exactly how it is, your own game. Trying to, man. Just trying to create a whole new lane for us, man. Just a whole new uh, environment. You know what I'm saying? It's like It's needed. Because, you know, I had, I had the vision or the dream of make, making it to Hollywood. Then I was thinking, like, why can't I just create my own? Whew. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. So like, and then you know, especially these days when people find out that I, I'm into filmmaking and whatnot, the first thing they say, "Oh, you gonna be the next Tyler Perry?" This and the other. I mean, no disrespect to the guy. I, I'm, I'm. It's very inspirational what he's doing, but I'm not finna be another Tyler Perry. I'm gonna be me. You feel what I'm saying? I'm gonna create my own lane. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. I watch his stuff and I know what to do and what not to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like I can only be me. I'm gonna do me. You feel what I'm saying? Like if like I got a homeboy who told me about a movie idea that he wanted to do, I'm all for it. I said, bro, you like he can literally have it. He can put his name on it. He can whatever he wanna do, but I'm behind hundred percent. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So it's like and since he's a part of LNT too, I mean, of course, you know, I'm gonna be involved, but at the same time, even if I wasn't, you know, I'm still gonna help bro out because I see the vision just like he sees it. 
So yeah, ain't you know, wrong with being an executive producer on that standpoint. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it, or even just not being that, just supplying everything that he need, and then just sit back and just watch him do his thing. You feel Absolutely. me? Like that, that's type of person. I don't even, I ain't gotta be a part of it. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like yo, you got what you need. You need a camera. You need lights. You need what? Here you go. You want me to be, be a part of it? Okay, I'm with it. Let me know time and place. If not. You want to try to learn how to do this thing on your own? Okay, go ahead and do your thing. But yeah. it's like, we got to come together. We got to create our own lane. I, I don't want to be compared to nobody but myself. You know what I'm saying? If anything, somebody going to be compared to me. You feel me? But I ain't trying to be compared to somebody else. You get know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a whole go. different breed around here. So I got I to gotta work like it. I got to be that person. Small things to a giant. I love come that. On. I love come on, man. Just that ingenuity of saying create your own lane speaks volumes to me. Yeah. Like, quit trying to be like Mike, pick up the ball and ball for yourself. Right. You ain't gonna make every shot, but I guarantee you, you get tired of hitting that rim, that ball ain't got but one more objective, and that's to finally get that net. Get in. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, man, you just see the growth just within this, like looking back now now you can say i see what the teachers are trying to teach me uh yeah you know walking to the store and look the older generation trying to you know drop some knowledge to us and you be like man mm-hmm. i ain't trying to hear that mm-hmm. you know thinking we know better than ourselves and now you can look back and go now nah, i got it uh, yeah all i get along. it yeah. <laughs> all you had it all along but that piece of your brain just finally ding 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 mm-hmm. the light bulb you dig? You know what I'm saying? Man, I just can't wait to see what's in the future for the both of us. It's going to be amazing, my brother. Trust me. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. We just stick to it. Apply ourselves 10 times harder than what we're doing now. Yeah, man. We're going to get there. Right. So, I remember you mentioning something about you were starting. I think you said you wanted to do a closing line or into the marketing business or something or is that just something still in kind of creativity thought right now well um i did open up an um, online store like a couple months ago um and right now since you know the pandemic is getting crazy you know i had to step away from it for a little bit because a lot of the stuff they had stopped mm-hmm. with my products wasn't in stock no more so it was like it was getting kind of frustrating so I couldn't really like promote it like I wanted to. Like probably like my immediate family and friends, they knew of it, you know what I'm saying, to support me. But it was like, it wasn't something I was comfortable letting everybody else know that, okay, I got this shop, here you go, buy this and that shirt. I had wanted to see how it would run with them and with myself, I ordered some shirts too. So, okay. um, and like with COVID going on, you know, like they'll order the shirts. They probably won't get the shirts until like either that next week or two weeks. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that was too much of a long time. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah, as a as a businessman, I was in communication with them. You know what I'm saying? So I would let them know like, hey, shirt being made now, shirt gonna be sent this day. You know, you should be getting it this day, this day. Other, if you have any issues, let me know. I'll refund your money. No issue. You know what I'm saying? Those type of things. Yeah, keep it clean, clean face. Yeah, like we're, you know what I'm saying? We look for so. derogatory banters. And, you know, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. And it yeah, is man. a lot if you're stepping into that field. And yeah. I don't, you know, a lot of people don't have the same per, uh, patience as a virtue 
monastery mindset to say, okay, I can wait that long because people want it like what is called microwavable dreams. We yeah. want it right then and there. Yeah, right we don't want to yeah. see. We don't want to see the recipe created and all this and that. I just need to know how soon can you get it warm and get it on the table for me. Mm-hmm. We gotta yeah, change the bags of life. Yeah, I understand that completely because thing about like with me, like I want anything that I deliver to be quality. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather do quality over quantity. That's the type of person Damn. I am. So, you know, like I get that. So, you know, once I figure out how long it'll take for them to get their stuff, it's like, okay, well, I know what I'm dealing with now. But I want to do it myself. Like, I'm looking into getting my own screen printing machine. Cause I got a whole bunch of logos, a whole bunch of designs that I want to put on shirts and whatnot. And just to cut out the middleman, I just want, you know what I'm saying? Just, hey, yeah, 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 that, that middleman got to cut them out. So everything comes towards me. And then wherever I make, you know, I can put that to the side for my business. So we can get more equipment. We can, uh, you know, just everything that deal with ownership of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's pretty much where it's going towards. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this shirt right here is, you know what I'm saying, Teddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, this really the line right here. But, um, right. you know, I just got, I got a whole bunch of different things, man. But that's definitely Because of her mentality. And I still wish her greatness. I wish every every person that I've worked with that has helped me and allowed me to get to this point where I am to get rid of the jitters, to not be scared, to not, to not be afraid. It's a lot of women that I work with in Atlanta that call me, hey, Lexus, will you be in Atlanta this weekend? Hey, can you come up this weekend? Hey, I got a photo shoot to do. Nah, I, don't, I no longer live in Atlanta right now. So I still, people fail to realize is, I'm chosen. I may not be chosen by you, but Alexis is chosen. And I don't have to make the money that you make. I don't, I don't have to be in the same room as you for my name to be called. One of my closest friends is a bomb hairstylist. And anytime anybody, whoever's listening, if you're in the Lothonia area, look up to Mika Montgomery bad when i tell you she has given me many opportunities to meet with some of the baddest hairstylists and some of those hairstylists that i have met we still like this respect she's she works with one of the she actually just did a photo shoot a promo shoot and a video shoot for um Big Booty Judy for her new Kaleidoscope um, hair products to be in Walmart. And her boss, the great, awesome Mr. Terrence Davidson, he's the hairstylist to a lot of the stars. Tamar Braxton. And I'm not, I'm not just dropping names because of what they do. Right. I'm dropping names of people that have given me opportunities that have allowed me to be this plus size woman, this plus size single parent, this plus size entrepreneur, this, this 
moment of resilience and didn't take anything from me and allowed me to be who I am and stand on the same stage as them and show me the same amount of love that they did this nice petite woman. And put, this man placed my face on the side of a tour bus. So, I mean, all the naysayers, they just mad. They mad, boo-boo. They mad because they can't do what you do. You remember that those two old white men, Siskel and Ebert? Yeah. Critics. They critique yeah. everything that they can't do. So they just sit in the damn theater and critique a movie. You didn't direct that movie. You didn't put none of these funds in them folks' movies. So just sit back and critique. Critique everything that you need to critique. So all no those doubt. that are sitting back critiquing you on what they don't think that you're capable of, let them sit back and critique. Because who they want ain't about them. Bonafide beauties are not about a critique. I critique myself. Seven so. days a week. <laughs> Every hour on the hour. Don't let one of these eyebrows do like I want it to do. I'm finna critique it and erase it. That's just real. <laughs> so... But. That's what you become, that's what mastering crafts is all about. Being a perfectionist of whatever yeah. you are, you do with your life. It don't necessarily have to be makeup or the podcast. It can be anything you decide to do with your life. That's like true. you don't that's stop true. giving man the control over what over God has already manifested right. in you. That's right. I tell you, because I've done some episodes with mental health and all this and that and the fourth. I've met a lot of interesting people. You hear this side of the story. And then you find out, no matter how many people you run into, at some aspect, we all the same person. That's We're absolutely all right. Same. At the end of the day, we still that same person. We all had the same flaws, the same dilemmas, same problems. Only difference is they just handle theirs in a different way than we handle ours. That's true. A lot of people may That's not be so, so faith-based or so religious, and I can't knock those people. That's how they choose to live their lives. I can't, you know, you can't, like, I dislike that. because that's, that's life, baby. That's true. God gave us all. You can't force your beliefs on anyone either. No. Because people are going to be who they are. You have to allow people to be who they are in this world when you don't allow a person to be who they are you're trying to take take something away from them you nobody is the same we bleed the same but nobody's the same right so you have to you have to allow people to be their own individuals you have to allow them to just walk their own path and one thing about it that I've learned in this journey of entrepreneurship and as a life lesson, you can't take everybody with you. Everybody's not meant to go with you. I've tried to take a lot of people with me. I've tried to, like, hey, come on, I know you could do this. Come on, I got you. But in the process, it broke me. It broke me mentally. 
it broke me emotionally. And I've had to learn just because you're a friend to everybody doesn't mean that everybody's going to be that same type of friend to you. So you can't take everybody on your journey. It's not meant for everybody to go with you. If it was meant for you to take everybody on the journey with you, they'll be there, hands down. Everybody has a season in your life. Whether it's a season for no or a season to grow. And sometimes God will separate you all for some time. And sometimes he will rekindle those things. And I've had to learn to be okay with that and not be angry and not shut down because I always, I'm, I'm their super saver, H, female. I want to save everybody. I don't want nobody to go through what I went through. But I can't. My journey is not their journey. And by me trying to carry them on my journey, I may not succeed. So I got to let some of that dead weight go and be okay with it because it's my process and I have to trust that process. And if I don't trust that process, I can't get to the promised land where I need to be. I can't, I can't be on the fortune 500 company. I can't be on the Forbes list like I plan to be because I speak that highly of myself. I trust that much in myself. I'm going to be on the Forbes list. I want to sit up there with the best. I want to sit neck and neck with Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry didn't become a billionaire overnight. This man was homeless. Nobody, he, he didn't even sell out his first couple of shows. But now look at him. He bought a whole plantation. Flipped it. And guess what? A lot of people don't know. His studio is right around the corner from the hood. Right up the street from a boys and girls club. It's like in the fork of a road. You tell me what billionaire would trust all of his property to be in the neck of a hood. Not too many people. No. And in that same hood that his studio is in, he's allowing these people and it's other people coming. Of course, you got people coming left and right now want to buy homes and, and rebuild homes over there. Most of that neighborhood is predominantly black. These people are not leaving their homes now. No, you can't buy me off of this land. And they're building their own homes up. They're rekindling these old houses, these abandoned houses. So, yeah. I come from the hood. I come from the struck. I tell people this is this is one thing, and I get so kindred about it because I stay in the hood. <laughs> I mean, I look like it, but I stay in the hood. But when people have this notion, oh, well, you stay in the hood. I said, yeah. 
But when you come to my place, you come up on the hill, baby. This the hill. Just because I live in the hood, I'm not of the hood. So when you come to my place and you're asking me for my business, you come up on the hill. Because what goes on outside, that has nothing to do with me. I got something that gets 38 hot and it, can, and it counts four to five times. And that's two different people. And I'm not talking about your president. I better tell you. I got a 38 and a 45. 45 with an extended clip. She don't mind. So I can't worry about what goes on in the hood. I know what type of quality work I can give you right here on the hill. So when you walk out and go amongst the people in the hood, you might look like you came off the lake. So don't doubt just because of what the outside looks like. My outside don't define me. It's my core. It's who I am. So, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, I, I, I look forward to becoming a part of the Forbes list. And I'm not stopping until I get there. Absolutely. And you know me. That's my same talk there anyway. I don't I speak it so much now to you know, it, it, that whole changing your mentality thing actually does affect people around you now. Like I'm really seeing it for myself, like you sit down with people and you go, Man, I'm gonna be a mean though. You know what they look at you and say, Ha ah, you're right. Yeah. You did? Mm -hmm. Not saying that bothers I'm not even offended by it. I just look at it and go. There's a motivational speech um, Steve Harvey had on um, YouTube that I've been watching. But this one particular one where he was talking about how he, he asked God for blessings. And he was trying to. It was the one where he tells the story about trying to buy six acres of land. And mm -hmm. God gave him 16 acres. And it manifests yeah. from there. But long story short, he said something about how. He went back to his hood with his homies, you know, his friends. Mm -hmm. He said it was in and out of trouble. They was, you know, street life. A lot of them was getting locked up. So he said, well, I already know they don't need they six acres. And he said, <laughs> so, Lord, can I have they six acres too? Because he, he ain't trying to go where I'm trying to go. <laughs> that, that. So I and said that to say that. The, it, it, go ahead. You know, he also... He also made a point one time when um, Tyler Perry was on this show and uh, he said he remembered getting a call about doing a play for Tyler Perry. He said, man, nobody don't know him. He said, I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't, man, who is that? He said, you know, he, he's a screenplay writer. He writes plays like, no, I don't want to do that. And he looked that man bold in his eye. He's like, I want what you got. Say, damn, I wish I would have did that play. But it's it's funny because sometimes God will bring some people back around you. The ones that you doubted, the ones that you didn't want to give a chance. 
It's coming. The ones that wanted to charge you to do their podcast, it's coming. The ones that said, oh, no, that's not enough promotion for me. It's coming. It's coming. Absolutely. So just if it'll happen for millionaires, what you think would happen to little you? Why? Because Rebecca 2 and 2 say, write the vision, make it plain. My notebook over there already got my goals and admirations already listed out. Mm. So you can't tell me what ain't promised for me because I just mm. already, done, I already done wrote that I'm trusting in that promise that's already fulfilled for me. I'm rolling my neck like somebody's sitting in my face and I got a whole attitude. But you better say it. I mean, you have to, this is why, again, people, this is why I say it's time to take the show into a different direction. It's time to really get that that aggressiveness that I've been searching for, that I've been contemplating with. I let, you know what? I let it win. I let it win. I didn't let it win to corrupt me. I let it win to empower me. You got to learn the difference, people. Mm. A lot of us battle demons and let the demons... I wouldn't even say demon. I ain't even a demonic spirit. I rebuked that. I had to go <laughs> worship. I had to step into with my angels and go to war with my angels and put my arm on. Y'all ready to get it together? Because I'm ready to fight now. I don't see y'all swarm, I don't see y'all swarm around <laughs> long enough now. You better say... Don't have me on this podcast. Folks going to be like, oh, she crazy. No, boo-boo. No, you're real. Crazy. Who they want podcasts? Real talk with real people. That's right. Ain't no discrimination right. here. No. I, I don't define my audiences by race, creed, color, whatever, this, that, for politics, That's whatever. Right. I ain't here for all that. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know what I'm saying? If, I love what I do, and I love the people that have took the time to listen, to love, to show love, to show feedback. I love all that. I appreciate. I want y'all to know here, live, and in living color. I appreciate everything. You just don't know how humble it makes me to say I took us one thing, not to talk over myself, but it was just to say it don't matter how many times you get knocked down in that ring. What a real victor act comes out how many times you stand back up. If you ever, if you're a true boxing fanatic, if you really, really a true sports fanatic, you paid attention. Yeah, the team that may have the most numbers may be considered the victor. They're never really the actual winners of those moments. The victors are the ones that still walk up with their head held high and say, I get it. And still go out there like, that's right. That's right. I give it my all, my 100%, my 110%. It had been probably been some moments where I'd be like, I just probably didn't, caught up in a moment of my own moralities. Would have been like, I didn't want to come on and do this show tonight. But you know what changed my mind? Ask not because you won't not. You better bring that word. So once that point, once it starts saying, okay, son. I done opened the door. You done walked in it. I done prepared what the you table. Gonna do with it? What you gonna do with it? You done sat you down at the table. <laughs> you, you did? 
you can sit down at this table. So I'm ready for you to show them what you good at. I gave you your gift. That's right. I multiplied it. What you capable of? I gave you everything. I gave you everything now that somebody probably with 200 million followers would have. (laughs) And it didn't cost you what it cost them. That's that's how you know when you deserve it and you have to show gratuity and gratefulness behind it. Well, absolutely right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Who They Want Podcast. This has been Bonafide Beauty Unfiltered <laughs> Who They Want Podcast. I enjoyed my guest. I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed the wisdom. Yeah. And most importantly, I enjoyed being who they want. Now you need to, I won't say you need to because that would be forceful, but I I listened to something that you said when you came on. And you said something about a masterpiece. I need you to give a background on why you say that. Because I was gonna talk on that, but I you know, I I wanted God to lead the way of why you said that. You want to hear the masterpiece subject line? I have no problem. <laughs> well Well, let's just be honest. I mean, you introduced me to there's this song, ladies and gentlemen, that this is her personal kind of her personal what they call it, like my journey anthem song like a personal motivation it's by jasmine sullivan and it's entitled masterpiece mona lisa and it defied every lyric of that song basically defines her lifestyle it defines where she came from and where she's headed to Hmm. because mona lisa if you know the portrait story behind mona lisa it was a plain Jane woman being put in a picture that became the most famous woman around the world. Just a regular woman. Just she wasn't glammed up. She wasn't bona fide. Mm -mm. Nope. (laughs) She wasn't. But when that artist had his canvas, he's he gave her a different outlook. Mm-hmm. So when I say this is a masterpiece, mm-hmm. because no matter how many times people may see her at a broken point, mm-hmm. that painting's still selling. What you say? That painting's and still on the wall. And it's worth millions. It's worth millions. And the, re- the reason I reiterated that is because I just give a background. Go ahead. And I know I know we got to close out soon. Um, but I'll just give a background. Um, give a little um, background of how I came up with Bonafide Beauty. Um, years ago, I was in a 
domestic situation. And that situation was very, very, it was gruesome. It was belittling. It was abusive, physically, emotionally, mentally. And behind the abuse um, resulted in me having a miscarriage. I was seven and a half months pregnant. And the guy, I will not name names, um, the guy I was dating at the time, he was very controlling. He was very, he was just, he was a guy. I'll just say that. Um, we were arguing. And our place had stairs. And to get away from him, I walked or I went to turn away from him and he pushed me down a flight of stairs. And once I hit the bottom of the stairs, he came downstairs and he stepped on my stomach. And within six hours, I had to literally deliver my baby. Um, fast forward a few years, um, I did leave him. So let me close that one out. I did leave him and he did go to prison. Um, that scarred me for a very long time. I didn't want to get close to people. I hid myself from my family, my friends, anybody that I knew that loved me unconditionally. I hid myself from them. And then a few years later, I thought I was healed and got back into another domestic situation where he beat me constantly. And that's when my love for makeup came. And I used makeup then to cover up broken jaws, busted lips, blue purple eyes just bruises all over and i use makeup as a crutch to cover up any bit of pain or physical look of pain that i was going through and it became something i depended on or i thought i needed and it wasn't a day that didn't go by that I didn't put makeup on. I wore makeup constantly. Even when people said, oh, you're so beautiful, you don't need makeup. I put more on because I felt like they saw something that I didn't see. And I, I didn't see that for myself. And then I had my son and for a while, I didn't know anything about postpartum. I tried to disconnect myself from him, even though he's my miracle baby. 
He's my rainbow baby. He is my personal lifesaver. And he has his own testimony, so I won't get into that, but to just fast forward and the thought of Bonafide Beauty, I used to wear makeup every day to cover up things I didn't want people to see. I wore makeup to make people think I was beautiful, to feel beautiful. And God had to strip me down. And when I say strip me down, I'm talking about he stripped me. He stripped me just like I came into this world. And that means he took everything I felt like I needed to survive. He took it from me. He took people away from me. He took livelihood away from me. He took homes away from me. He took vehicles away from me. And I had nobody to depend on but him. And I had to get on my face and ask God to deliver me from me because I was at a breaking point of just throwing in the towel. And when I say throwing in the towel, I'm talking about taking myself out. Signing myself out of my son's life. I'm sorry. Somebody was calling. Um, signing myself out of my son's life. Um, giving all rights to his dad or my mom. And just going somewhere and ending it. And God told me, no, you're my child. I'm going to turn this into a victory for you. So what I started doing is, instead of putting on makeup every day, a lot of my friends used to say, oh, Alexis, can you do my makeup? Oh, Alexis, can you make me look cute? And it just became my outlet. And I didn't understand why. I didn't understand. I didn't know what I was really doing. I only had maybe five or six products. I didn't have every color, but I made it work. And it wasn't until a close friend of mine, she said, if I give you the opportunity to do my wedding, would you do it? I said, yes. And I did her wedding. And I got a lot of reviews from it. And then in 2014, I went to do a workshop in Atlanta for RuPaul. And I did that workshop. And if anyone remembers, that was the year the big snowstorm hit. 
it was just horrible. Everybody up there saying, oh, I can't drive in the snow. So um, I had a lot of backlash from family, definitely from family. I got called every name under the sun. Oh, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. You're unfit. You're doing this. You're, you're, you're going back to the guy that beat you. You're doing all of that. I wasn't even there a good 72 hours. 72 hours of me being there. I got a call for a job. And I did an interview over the phone. And that lady hired me on the spot. And it wasn't until I realized what my purpose was is when I called home four hours away and I called my mom and I told her what was going on. I was ecstatic. I was crying. I was so happy. I thought she would be happy. I called to tell my baby because at that time, I was homeless. Nobody knew it. I was homeless. And her words were whatever. Oh, well. And I was broke. I was so broken because I thought she would be more excited for me because I took a chance on myself for a change. I took a chance on doing something I love to do. And at that moment is when I fought every day. I said, God, I just want to go home because I want to be with my baby. And he kept saying, no. Blankly, no, you're not going. No, you're not going. You're going to do this. It's something I want you to do. And in the midst of me being there, from that snowstorm that year, it landed me the roles of doing makeup on Love and Hip Hop. It landed me the roles of doing makeup on the cast of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It landed me the roles of doing makeup for Kiara Shears and Mr. Rinda Clark Cole. It landed me roles of doing a lot of things for people that I've never even imagined doing things for. And I never forget my first international client. She was from France. Wow. And she came in and she spoke very little English, but thank God I took French in high school. So I can oui, understand oui. what she, <laughs> I can understand what she was saying. And we talked and when I finished, I said, and she said, we. Oui. And if anybody that knows what Trayvon means, it means very beautiful. Tray is T-R-E-S. That's very. Bone, B-O-N, is beautiful. 
And she said, yes. In the process of that, she opened up to me. She was battling stage four cancer. Wow. This lady didn't have any eyebrows. She didn't have any lashes. And she was wearing a wig. That's when I knew what my purpose was. This lady cried so hard. I cried right along with her. And she told me she didn't feel that beautiful since she married her husband. And from that day up until she died in 2016, we kept in contact. She would call me internationally from France. When she would come home to Georgia to visit, she would always come see me. Her children continuously keep in contact with me. And I pitched the name to her. And she blessed it. She blessed it. She say, call it Bonafide Beauty. And I said, that sounds good. She said, yes. But instead of doing an I, so it won't seem like it's past tense, do it with a Y. So people will ask, why did you call it Bonafide Beauty? Okay. Stamp of approval, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why it's called Bonafide Beauty. B-O-N-A-F-Y-E-D. With the Y. Put some respect on it, Birdman voice. <laughs> and that has been my name. And I stand firm on it. And it is blessed. It's ordained. And I'm not telling you what somebody done said it is. I'm telling you what I know it is. Bonafide beauty is a household name. Bonafide beauty has been a household name for years. Absolutely. And I'm waiting, still waiting on that billboard that you said was written in the stars for you. Don't think I forgot. Well, you know, you know, I didn't even know that I had made it on a billboard. Some oh, so I missed the Atlanta. billboard. Well, I didn't, I didn't like I said, Well, you know, I had moved back down here. Uh, right. And some friends from Atlanta told me that it was in 77 cities and countries. Uh, so I saw my face on a billboard from a high rise in Atlanta. It was in uh, on a billboard in California. It was on a billboard in Austria, um, in Italy, uh, New York. It, it was it was in a couple of places. You mean to tell me Bonafide don't went international, and Big and Dog went, wasn't the first exclusive to report it yet? Well, hey, I didn't know. And it was only off of my um, business cards photo. 
I didn't know. I didn't, I did I had no idea. And so, I mean, Bonafide Beauty, that's my baby. Bonafide Beauty carries um, cosmetic glitters. Um, Bonafide Beauty is everything to me. And yes, to reiterate about Masterpiece, it is. That song, I can only imagine and pray to work with Jasmine Sullivan about that song one day. And it's, it's written down. I'm, I'm slick ready to slide in her DMs. That's, that's just how bad I want her to know that what that song has done for me in my life. And if anyone is listening, please, if you battle with depression, anxiety, um, any type of bodily issues, or you can't even stand to see your face in the mirror, you need to go listen to Jasmine Sullivan's Mona Lisa, a masterpiece. Don't play anything else. Don't try to do anything else. Just sit there, close your eyes, and listen to the lyrics of that song. If it does not bless your whole entire being, Something is completely wrong. And I just I want to say for regular song. people, don't go to the acoustic version. Go to the original version. I want you yes. to hear the drums. You got to hear the Warriors anthem within that song. That chant at the beginning of the song just made Listen. the song and an incredible song. So Listen. Jasmine Sullivan, if you somewhere in America, all overseas, wherever you at, and you hear who they want podcast, we love you, honey. We'd love to have you on the show. Baby. Definitely. Listen, shout out Jasmine Sullivan. Y'all, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Y'all, let me tell you something. It might make you do the ugly cry. Because if Mr. Who They Won't turn that song on right now, you're going to see these lashes come off. You're going to see big crocodile tears. They might look fake to you. But baby, them tears going to flow down my face. Because when I tell you every time I hear those lyrics, it speaks to my utter soul. It speaks to my soul. My soul gets happy. My spirit man gets happy. And if you don't know nothing about spirit man, you just continue to pray. Amen. But if you please just take the time out to listen to Mona Lisa, a masterpiece by Jasmine Sullivan. Please give her a shout out. Please give her praises to whoever wrote it. Because she actually wrote this song after going through a domestic dispute herself. And maybe that's why I can relate to it so much. But those words make me turn into the warrior that I am. Makes me turn into the fighter that I am makes me turn into the diva that you want to call me that I am 
makes me turn into bona fide beauty. Forget Alexis. I turn into bona fide beauty when that song comes on. So I want to thank you for this opportunity. I want to thank you for allowing me to be candid, for allowing me to tell my story, some of it. Um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this platform. I'm, I'm grateful for what God is about to do in life. Because he's, he's about to do some things with you. Most people may not understand it and it may not be for them to understand but God is about to blow your mind and so I hope the universe is ready for who they want because I'm ready I'm who ready. they want who they want <laughs> get them oh, y'all don't want to see me turn up I ain't gonna do that to you <laughs> maybe I, season I two you. people <laughs> oh it's a pleasure it's a pleasure and for those of y'all that don't remember she is my special guest co-host on episode 3 featuring the heavy hitters I just want to point that out she was my special guest that took her time to get it together come Ooh, through I went together though because I look like that's the interview uh, with her mm. her unannounced presence which, Ooh, even though Lord. I know I gave her the invite, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus, but, and had me looking like Raggedy Ann and Andy's mammy on that I don't think episode. it really matters, baby, when it's on audio. <laughs> I don't think they really cared how you look. It's audio. I don't think that matters. <laughs> I just want to point that out too, people. <laughs> I'm just oh. saying, but shout out to the heavy hitters. They just dropped their uh, exclusive. They just dropped their exclusive podcast, The Heavy Hitters Takeover. You can All hear right. them on Spotify. Salute to them. My hat's off. Because me, everybody was looking for the competition side to come up. Of, oh, big dog, you had them on your show. Now they done dropped their own show. If you paid attention to the interview, they had already said they was looking for that opening to get into podcast. Only thing I did was just put a little fire underneath the flame. That's right. That's right. So salute to those labelists. That's, that's them the, haters. That's the family there. That's right. I love those ladies. They they some they some hard going women. I salute them. Absolutely. I really do. Them some they some gorgeous, gorgeous women doing their thing in their own lane. So shout out to y'all ladies. Most I love y'all. And I just want to throw out if any of y'all ladies are single, the who they want podcast presents the who wants a date official game show it's coming soon i just want to say that on the air <laughs> any eligible bachelors looking for a bachelorette's looking to find a match i am mr matchmaker mr who they want i'll be pairing couples <laughs> once a week on who they want podcast show once a week once a week <laughs> You can DM me on Instagram at who they want entertainment if you're interested. I need availability. Our, our bachelorette, Miss Vanessa, in purpose, will be our first eligible bachelorette. Okay. We're trying to get it. We're trying to shoot it for next Friday if everything goes well. So y'all pray for me. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get it together. I'm only one man. 
all right now. One band, one sound. Absolutely. But again, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the great show of Who They Want Podcast. You've heard it all here. The first exclusive by the Master P of Podcast. Big dog. <laughs> and I'll see well, you, well, ladies well. and gentlemen. I will, well, I guess I can't say see you, but I, tune in for the next episode. Coming soon. I love y'all. It's been real, but we got to check out. All right, guys. We rocking out.